Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Dusting everything off and sanitizing everything and whatever. I'm like, man, this is this is uh, eerily quiet. And I realize, I'm like, uh-oh, this is it. What? I wouldn't be surprised if this happened at all. They let everybody go but me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Christine and Steve, both uh, very late today. You uh, did a little sleepy in, apparently, Christine. Mm-hmm. And Not a little, a lot. A lot of sleeping, in, yeah. <laughs> Steve, you, I thought, slept in as well, but you had a bohemian blowout or what? Uh, well, I had two things. First, Izzy woke up about, I don't know, I'd say like four mm-hmm. or so, and I had to feed her, put her back to sleep. Then as soon as I start getting her ready, all of a sudden, Charlotte comes out, and she had wet the bed. Oh. So, <laughs> I had to deal with that right afterwards. So is she in a diaper still? Or? No, she, uh, she's she been about a week and a half without a diaper at so night. So do you plastic sheet that bad boy or what? No, this is the first accident since she's been diaperless. Oh, so now not only does she have a wet bed, she has a wet mattress. Uh, well, this wasn't that bad. She just peed a little bit, and then it didn't go through too much. Oh, good. Yeah. So you actually are up, you're ready, you're like, hey, I'm up early today, this is great, and maybe I'll be fishing this time, whatever, and then all of a sudden, wham, wham, wham. Yeah, everything started happening. Yeah, that is the worst. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, you were on the phone with your wife 20 minutes ago, so I'm assuming everybody started waking her up as well. Yeah, well, she, I mean, she gets up around this time anyway to get them ready for daycare. Good Lord, what time do they go to daycare? They get there about 7.30. Respect for you daycare workers out there. You get, that's, a, that's a long day. Yep. That's a very, very long day. I, I got a chance to hang out with Dan, at, at Connie and Fish, Connie's husband, Dan. Last night he said, uh, that click six, he's well, he's doing fine. Blah, blah, blah. Roofing company's still doing business. Very busy guy, actually. Very, a lot of people doing construction, even though the prices are way up on everything. Mm-hmm. But he and I uh, got to shoot the bull. And I want to tell you, there is a thing called Chicken Tanga. It's uh, Jake the Trainer, my friend, actually introduced Alicia to it. She made it for Dan last night. He called it restaurant quality. Ooh. Look at that. He didn't say what type of restaurant, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, could have been a dump. I don't know. But, yeah, restaurant quality. So he had a nice little dinner and a haircut, and uh, we were all going to hang that. out. Look at that. He yeah. got treated. Yeah. yeah. Got treated like a dude. But uh, how was the rest of your day yesterday, Miss Christine? It was fine. Nothing okay. too exciting to report. Okay. We're going to go loosen up Christine's brain a little bit <laughs> and uh, maybe get more out of her throughout the day. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. Probably not. Okay. Uh, we'll get more into the show here next. So promoting the movie Fast 9, F9, Fast and Furious, last month, Vin Diesel seemed to be reigniting his feud with The Rock. So more or less what he did... When he was talking about working with The Rock in the Fast and Furious movies, and I remember talking about this, he said he needed to use, as a producer of the film, uh. he needed to use, because he is, he owns the, a good mm-hmm. chunk of the franchise. Anyway, Vin Diesel needed to use tough love to get a good performance out of The Rock in the Fast and Furious movies, because that's the way he works. So I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Now The Rock is out promoting that Jungle Cruise or whatever yeah. that movie yeah. is with Disney. So obviously people, you know, somebody brought it up and I'm like, here we go, here we go. If you smell what the rock is cooking. So <laughs> they asked the rock, hey, did you hear what uh Ben said about you? Here's what the rock said. And I quote, I laughed and I laughed hard. <laughs> Actually, I think everyone had a really good laugh at what Ben said. And I'll just leave it at that. He did add, though, that uh, 
I, I wish them well, he said about all the crew from Fast People, Fast Furious movies. I wish them well on F9. I wish them the best of luck on F10, F11, and the rest of the Fast and Furious movies that they will do without me. He didn't say if he's going to do another Hobbs and Shaw, which is a spinoff of Fast yeah. and Furious, uh, the movie he did with Jason Statham, who he apparently loves working with. But essentially, he's like, yeah, done with that. Because that franchise, actually, the only negative things I've really heard about The Rock are from Vin Diesel and, uh, gosh, I'm brain farting on the guy's name. Is it Tyrese? It's in the yeah, movies. Tyrese. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those two were the complaining about The Rock. Like, you know, why isn't The Rock making us part of his movie? We made him a part of our movie. Well, you know. What happened between The Rock and Vin Diesel? Or is it just like... It's the fact that Vin Diesel had to use tough love. Vin Diesel probably was a boosh on the set. Oh, 100%. You know he's threatened by by The Rock. Because Vin Diesel was that guy for a moment there. And now, I mean, Dwayne Johnson is the guy yeah, everywhere. Yeah, lapped. <laughs> like, he's lapped Vin Diesel. I wouldn't be threatened by The Rock at all if I were Vin Diesel and he was part of a franchise that I owned. I'd be like... Yeah, what do you need, Dwayne? Right. Or hey, Dwayne, eh, you think we could do better here? You know, I, 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 I would work with the dude. I mean, everybody. I mean, the guy's uber powerful. And again, when asked about when he heard that Vin Diesel said he had to, Vin had to push a good performance out of him. He said, "I laughed and laughed hard." That's a hilarious <laughs> response. Yeah, right. Now, but now they're saying the Rock unbothered. The Rock might do Space Jam, like Space Jam Three. No, there's no way. There's no way. That Space Jam on, uh, what is it, on HBO, I think? Yeah, HBO Max. It's just, uh, has been a crap show. Everybody said it's terrible. So I, I don't see The Rock doing that. He already did that movie Tooth Fairy. That was enough. Oh, yeah, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. He, he jokes about it all the time. He knows that it was a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a horrifically bad movie. So, yeah, there's a little Rock update for you. Again, laughed and laughed hard at Vin Diesel. Me and all <laughs> my friends laugh at Vin all the time. More or less what he said. Text question of the day is coming up next. Today's text question of the day, a very interesting one. It could be good, it could be bad, it could be negative, it could be positive. Sometimes you regret not having, uh, you know, not being with the person that you were with back in the day. But if you were going to describe your last relationship in five words or less, so it could be one, in five words or less, how would you describe it? So, describe your relationship in five words or less. A couple examples from the old Ginger Ninja right here. Shouldn't have checked her phone. It was a mistake. She got a text and it was like going ding, ding. It was one of those phones back in the mm-hmm. day, ding. So I checked it to make it stop and I didn't, I didn't scroll through it. I just saw, yo girl, I wish I could be with you too. Oh, wow. Boom, yeah. Uh, freaky fun goes sizzle, sizzle, pop. What does that mean? That would be freaky fun goes sizzle pop. Because, you know, then it's over. It was freaky fun. Oh, okay. Okay, I get it now. Or the big one, uh, which was, you know, her side of the argument uh, because of how I was. Career first makes relationship burst. (laughs) (laughs) Is this all the same ex? Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah, solid ex. It's your last relationship. Describe your last relationship. In five words or less, so it's the one before Alicia. Steve, describe your last relationship in five words or less. Zodiac signs and tree souls. Uh, oh, I love it. That's the tree hugger. <laughs> yeah, it was the hippie girl I dated before I uh, I moved here. Signs and trees, <laughs> like, because trees have souls, yep. right? And, and tree souls. And didn't she make you sit down and read a book about well, why that's you... Well, that's how she broke up with me, is she... Uh, made me sit down and read this really thick book on zodiac signs and why our two signs didn't work out together. So weird. I read a few paragraphs and I'm like, are we breaking up? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll see you later. Uh (laughs) Peace. Text question of the day. Christine, describe your last relationship in five words or less. Um, passionate, toxic mess, unhealthy love. Passionate, toxic, toxic, passionate, toxic mess, unhealthy love. I love it. Yep. For some reason, it sounded like more than five words. I, know, I think like, it's the too. syllables yeah. of yeah. unhealthy. <laughs> I was like, did she just do six? No. Nope. like, okay. <laughs> so why? Uh, because there was real love between us, but it was a very unhealthy relationship. And it was passionate, which, you, of course, you want passion in a relationship. But sometimes having a lot of passion translates to very p- bad, passionate 
arguments and fights and oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> headbutting. Yeah. I feel like you get what I'm saying. He headbutted you? No. <laughs> <laughs> we butted heads a lot. Oh, not, butted not heads. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, Steve, if you're having a fight with someone and they're like a, a verbal fight, you're like, I can't believe you did this. And she's like, I can't believe you did this. And she goes, Boom, boom breaks my nose. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I think we better end this relationship. It's not safe for any of us. <laughs> Today's text question of the day. Describe your last relationship in five words or less. What was yours? It sounded like six, but it's only five. <laughs> Passionate, toxic mess, unhealthy love. Sounds fun. Sounds like a really good time. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> sounds horrific. And it was. Uh, Steve's ear sounds a little bit better. Zodiac signs and tree souls, right? And tree souls, yep. Sounds like a book title to me. <laughs> Actually, I, it does. I just shouldn't have checked her phone when she got a text by mistake. Good Lord. Okay, so describe your last relationship, five words or less. Text in, message via the app for today's text question of the day. Christine, where are we getting knowledge from today? Well, I'm still kind of... Uh... Hungover? No. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk? I was going to say, yeah. uh, party mode. Oh. Um, so how about knowledge comes from a dance floor? A dance floor? Yeah. Oh, that's that's going to be an easy one, I think. Here we I go. learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to a dance floor. Imagine you're out Thumping and bumping to the music as the <laughs> tunes are going, slapping the bottom of yourself or your significant other, whomever's bottom is comfortable being slapped, and all of a sudden it happens. Your song comes on. You can't control the flow of your feet, and they overcome your body, thus causing you to flip over and land butt up, face down on the dance floor. As you're landing and falling onto the dance floor, you scream, no. (laughs) And your tongue lands perfectly on the dance floor, thus causing you to lick the dance floor, swallow it down your throat. It does a 180 degree turn past your eye socket into your brain, thus providing Knowledge and germs. Yep. <laughs> That'd be nasty. That'd be yeah. super nasty. Uh, a couple nugs for you here today. The hottest place on earth uh, lost the title it had for 90 years. Wow. When it was found that the man making the original measurements likely misread the thermometer. <laughs> for 90 years? Yeah. What? Huh. It was in the Mediterranean, uh, northern, like in northern Libya. Now the uh, title belongs to Death Valley, California. Yeah, Hmm. you misread it. Wow. Uh, The Japanese term, Ryu Tautsukiya, which I'm sure I said right, not really, means uh, a person who uses two swords in battle. It also means bisexual. Sweet. Ryu Tautsukiya, two swords in battle or bisexual. Cows hate the sound of a cowbell. It hurts their sensitive ears. Aww. Instant replay started at the 1960 Winter Olympics. This is a little Olympic nug for you. In Squaw Valley, California, judges asked CBS if they could review the tape of the event to see if a skier had missed a gate on the slalom. Oh, wow. It gave CBS the idea, hey, wait a minute, we should do this. We should show replays. Right? Wow. And finally, are you guys familiar with the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You remember he gets on the boat with the kids and it's on the and the family and it's on the the water. Or yeah. the, but it's a chocolate river. Mm-hmm. That chocolate river in the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is actually made out of real chocolate. It's not fake. It was wow. real chocolate. It's spoiled, by the way, during the filming and smelled Horrifically I awful. Imagine. Oh, yeah. By the time the movie wrapped, the old smelly chocolate river. Huh. Yeah. So I'm Willy, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. When you watch it, that is actual real chocolate. But look at the actors and see if you can see them go. Oh, that smell! <laughs> can you imagine floating on a river of stanky chocolate? Right. Ooh. Actually, I don't think we can say the stanky chocolate. No, river. no. I don't think yeah, so. That seems I inappropriate. got the stanky chocolate the other day. Oh, TMI. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. Okay, uh, let's talk about. I always, I always have a hard time with his name, Giannis. 
and I, I want to say his last name, and I, it's, I, I was looking online earlier, so I found this just to try and make it easier. Definitely want to talk about a little, a little bit about Giannis right now, uh, Mr. Uh, Box, because he had a really cool thing that he did. But hold on here. Simply Giannis Antetokounmpo. All right, that's how you say it. <laughs> just do it that way. I said it uh, wrong the other day. We're talking about the box, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in six, in six, they get it done. He is the dude. He is a lot of fun. Fifty points he scored. It's fascinating that no one's really run, by the way, that I've heard or seen, uh, with the fact that it's been fifty years and he scores fifty points, right? Uh, so he goes to Chick Fil A with his titles. Really, there's trophies, not his titles, his trophies, both of them. And he's going to order 50 chick and minis for his 50 points. This is a free promo right here, but it is what it is. Chick-a-lay, Can I have, please, a 50-piece Mac minis? 50, exactly. Okay. Not 51, not 49 chicken minis, yes. And um, let me have a large drink, no ice, half Sprite, half lemonade. This is how this is going to be? Oh, my goodness. I love that he is living his best life right now. He oh, is yeah. definitely, they've all earned it. He is living his best life. He let a guy touch the trophy. The video's up on our social media. I threw it up there earlier today. He lets a guy touch the trophy, and I thought the guy was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I get it. You're super excited. It has been, you know, since 1971. Yeah. So uh, he definitely, uh, I'll be curious to see what happens with the Bucks next year now. Like, okay, you've won it this year. Right. You can celebrate for about a week, but you know how America is, like, with the social media and everything. It's like, okay, eh, it's been a week. Like, dude, you won that a week ago. Why are you, why are you still posting videos? That's what's going to happen. Yeah, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, it's like, okay, <laughs> come on. Get to work, brother. Get to work. Oh, crackhead Chris. Crackhead Chris apparently doesn't choose really good friends. A 42-year-old in Florida, it's a sister with a brain, she was caught skinny dipping in a random guy's pool on Monday, and she's going to get arrested for trespassing, Mm -hmm. obviously. Oh, and by the way, she was completely naked. We looked out and saw a person in the swimming pool with no clothes on, so we called the sheriffs. They were kind of like, what? Can you describe them? You know, and even when the first sheriff deputies came, it was like... I didn't remember having a call like that. We got four police cars here, and you'd think something terrible happened, but a free swimmer. Now, she was arrested before. Now, look, they didn't find any drug stuff on her. They're not saying if she was on the drugs then, but she has been arrested before. Maybe she was just high on life. Uh, Well, when she was arrested before, she had a bunch of drugs and paraphernalia with her. Oh. And they said, the last time she was arrested, you have drugs on you. And she's like, they're not mine. Well, who do they belong to? Crackhead Chris. <laughs> this is a true story. And she said, oh, yeah, Crackhead Chris has them. They're his. Now, poor Crackhead Chris. First off, he's called Crackhead Chris. Right? So he's, okay, he's got to deal with that. And then this lady is walking around town naked, telling people that her drugs are his. Poor guy. You got to be careful who you choose as friends. That is a lesson I wanted to share with you today. So or crack who you head. get your crack from. No, don't do crack. Don't do crack. I was going to do the more you know, but I can't now because... Nope, definitely can't. Uh, we do not I endorse crack. I think that still qualifies crack. as a more you nope, know. Don't no. do crack. Don't, 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 don't smoke do crack. crack. No. There you go. Crack nope. is whack. There you go. Nope, you're, it's too late. You buried it. <laughs> okay, we got to talk about a hoe next with Facebook on Mix 95.7. <laughs> Describe your last relationship in five words or less. You can text in, you can message via the app. I was describing mine, Christine. Career first makes relationship burst. Sounds like a greeting card to me, but it's true. <laughs> it does. It can happen. So text in, message via the app with your answer for today's text question of the day. You got to talk about poor, 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 sweet, sweet, sweet Elizabeth. So Elizabeth loves to garden. Mm-hmm. Without a shadow of a doubt. So she starts a group on Facebook. It's called WNY Gardeners. I'm assuming it's West New York Gardeners or something. Mm-hmm. She has more than 7,500 members in this group. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gives gardening tips and advice. It became hugely popular, pandemic, because people were homebound and started gardening. Yeah. More, but by 
without a shadow of a doubt. So there was a post that she wrote asking for your most loved and indispensable weeding tool. So she writes, what is your most loved and indispensable weeding tool? And somebody wrote, push, pull, hoe. Facebook saw that as a naughty, naughty, no, no. Mm. Yeah. And other things that she wrote on her Facebook page, drown them in soapy water. Kill them all. The hoes? The weeds. I'm assuming yep. she's talking about. Oh. Japanese. <laughs> yes. Yeah, these are other things rather than the, the hoes. Oh, that's yeah. Other things. Like, <laughs> what? What? Don't do drugs. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, she also. She, no. No. She's jeepers. Sorry. Uh, Japanese beetles are jerks. Other things that she wrote. But again, the hoe was what really got her. So you have to be careful. This is a poor, poor Elizabeth's page got shut down for quite some time just because of the hoe remark. That was a naughty, naughty, no, no. I'm sorry for the mess. I still haven't found a gardener. Do you boys know anyone willing to pick up a hoe and just go to town? So (laughs) if you want to have some fun on Facebook, I think today you take a little time in support of Elizabeth and start talking about that stuff. Like they literally shut her down. Because like the algorithm, the it's whole a, it's comments? A, yeah, it's an algorithm. It well, just you can't do it. It's funny too because like so I, I looked up what a push pull hoe was because I never heard of that tool before. Yeah, and even the description on this website that makes tools is kind of suggestive. So I wonder if you were to copy and paste this onto Facebook if it would flag you. Oh, this could be fun. It what says, is it? The push pull hoe is absolutely our favorite hand hoe. <laughs> With its unique V-shaped design, oh my God! This garden hoe allows you to weed more effectively and efficiently with a push-pull motion. Are you sure that's the Urban Dictionary? No, this is legit off of the Toolmaker's website. Somebody needs to throw that up on their Facebook and let us know if you get banned. That's amazing. Question for you guys: Click of six, you can weigh in via the text and the app. It's a free download. Uh, if you could get paid. For driving to work, like your commute is what I'm talking about. Is that something you'd want to do? Do you now? Obviously, if you could get free money, you get free money. Yeah. But do you think workers, Steve? We'll start with you. Do you think workers should get paid for the time they spend commuting? Uh, sure. Let's go with yes. You're gonna say yes on that one. Yeah. Okay, Christine. What do you think? Uh, I think it depends how long the commute is. Like if it's sure, it's saying it's an hour. Yeah. So they're going to commute an hour, and they're going to get paid for the commute. Yes. Okay. Here's why you're both wrong. <laughs> I love that. I was like, "Do you guys? How do you feel?" And you're both wrong. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, let's find out. A recent poll actually asked people if they thought those hours that you're driving should count towards your work day or your paycheck. Right. Forty-one percent of people said. Yeah, it should count. 41% of people agreed with you guys. Another 41% of people said it shouldn't. And 18% of people said, I have no idea. (laughs) I have no input. They said, who are you and why are you asking me weird questions? It was so weird. Like, why even answer at that point? Like, I was like, what? Uh, Anyway, here's here's the reality of it. I want you to think about this. Okay. So you live an hour away, and you apply for a job an hour from here. And it's you versus Steve. You guys on paper are perfectly identical for what the job requires. Mm -hmm. Steve lives 15 minutes from there. Yeah. Who are they going to hire? And it's that don't do the male female thing or whatever. Well, I guess the male. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like not male female, but who are they going to hire? Well, I guess it's whoever impressed them more in the interview. No, you're equal. Everything's equal. It's everything's equal. It's not an EOE thing. I know you're Chaldean and all that. Let's remove all what? that. What? I wasn't even thinking that. I okay. was just thinking I'm more fun. No, like <laughs> everything is equal. You're more fun, you think, than Steve. Okay. <laughs> they're going to hire Steve a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Because they're He's paying closer. you to drive bingo. And that's why they say you I mean, think about it. You would lose your dream job based on your commute. I would love if they were like, Hey, you can live two hours up north, but we'll count that towards your show. Or your work day, and you can drive. Sure, you well, know how much com- cheaper it would be to live up north than it is here. Well, maybe compensate for gas. Is that fair? No, 
<laughs> it's not their problem. It's kind of like, you know, when something happens in my, uh, you know, we lost Connie to cancer earlier this year. And, like, in reality, uh, after uh, the courteous time, they obviously gave, uh, gave me a little bereavement. And we all had a little bereavement. Uh, after that's done, it's like, hey, I want to go hang out with Dan and make sure he's okay. Mm -hmm. I can't leave the show early. Sweet, sweet deal. Be like, not my problem. You know, that's we pay you to do a job. So See, why should they pay you for the commute? I mean, but I'm commuting to go do my job still. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's like you choose to live further <laughs> yeah, away. It's, that's it's your their, choice. It's not their fault. Move your ass. Yeah. But yeah. 20 years from now oh, with self-driving cars, oh God. then you should get paid because you can work in the car while you're on your way there. That's, that's an interesting that's angle. That's kind of the co one of the things mm -hmm. that they argue with these self-driving cars. Is what? That people aren't going to focus on the road? No, that you can do work on your way to work. Yeah. That's fine. That, that's your prerogative, though. Again, if you want to live two hours away, why would I pay you or pay for you? So then you're not in the office, though. But then again, 20 years from now, how many people will be in offices? Right, exactly. I mean, especially with the pandemic and mm -hmm. everyone working from home anyway. For I'll tell you, my brother is a commercial realtor and has been for over 20 years now in Tampa, Florida, and they are killing it, though. Like, it's going really well. So I thought That's good. that, you know, like, because he does offices and stuff as a, for a, as a commercial realtor, and they're doing well. But his company does pay him to drive from three hours away. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So Christineology was an idea by Steve's wife. Mm -hmm. uh, and is what Brittany calls it the the study of Christine. I look inside her brain, and it's been a unique adventure the past couple months as we've been doing mm -hmm. this. And apparently today it's going to be the same thing again. Yes. Well, let's go into Christine's brain. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? I've been single for almost a year, but before that, I was single for four years. After that long of being alone and living alone, you get used to doing your own thing. You develop your own routine alongside quirks. I call them single people habits. The things you do in your home, in your own presence, that you wouldn't normally do around other people. For example, one of my single girl habits is peeing with the door open. Nobody's there, so why do I need to close it? But if you want to be my boyfriend, just accept that when I get comfortable enough, I might leave the door open around you too. Don't worry, the same doesn't apply for number two. Which leads me to my second single girl habit. I eat ice cream straight from the container with a spoon. Isn't the reason people put ice cream in a bowl is because there are others in the house? Well, it's just me, so I'm not really concerned about double dipping. Or calories, for that matter. Since we're on the topic of food, my other single girl habit is my tendency to snack above the stove. Pickles, chips, dips, huh? leftovers, you name it. I snack every day above the stove in the same position with huh? my left foot up resting against my standing right leg. Yes, what? it's weird, but not so as like weird. A, what is that, like a pelican or whatever? I guess, <laughs> or a flamingo. <laughs> flamingo, yeah. <laughs> but not as weird as some of the stuff you see on reality TV, which I cannot get enough of. From Love Island to 90 Day Fiance, the trashier, the better. Watching and liking these shows isn't a requirement to date me, but accepting them is. Just like how you have to accept that I have conversations with my cat, Harley, every day. I also sit in my towel after a shower, talk to myself, and sing out loud, and not well. I guess what I'm trying to say is after this long, I've developed my own habits that'll be hard to break. But single or not, we all have our quirks when no one's watching. What are yours? So here's the deal with uh, that whole... Uh single thing in the quirks and whatnot there was a study i read years ago i got okay. married at 40. yeah so there was a study i read years ago that once you get to like above the 30s and especially when you're in like the where you are you what are you like you're 37 33. oh yeah <laughs> so uh no once you get yeah, to like close yeah once you get to those closer to that 40 and you get those habits that you're talking uh -huh. about it's harder to be in a relationship it's harder to be married it's harder to be with someone because you have to change your habits. You don't have to close the door if you don't want to when you're going potty. Yeah. Alicia's gone tinkle with the door open before. <gasps> I think she even calls it tinkle. Oh, my goodness. Uh, looking like a flamingo eating a pickle over an oven's kind of weird. But, I mean, that's not that bad. Yeah. But I, that's that's some of the stuff that you're going to have to adjust to. Mm -hmm. It is different. Mm -hmm. I got married later, and it is different. I'm like, okay. Really, it was the coffee cup thing was the huge thing. For I was going to say, can you remember any uh, quirk you had that you had to readjust? I'm awesome. <laughs> I didn't have to change a damn thing. <laughs> I'm incredible. So, no. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's some stuff like closing the door when you go to, not one. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's, there's, you know, come on. 
you know, or having to turn a fan on. Yeah, don't stink <laughs> up the place. Yeah, exactly. There's some common courtesy. OMG. What? L-O-L. When you text me that, I said, shh, oh well. Man. Rando, texto, message via Apo, free download in Apple Storo, Christino. My husband and I use different bars of soap. I like my special kind that exfoliates and moisturizes the skin. While my husband is a simple man and sticks to his bar of dial soap. The other day, I ran out of my soap and hadn't gone to the store yet to buy any, so I just used my husband's. After my shower, I told him I used his soap, not thinking anything of it. But that obviously was a mistake because he responded with, Ew, that's gross. Ew, gross. (laughs) And told me the soap now belonged to me because he's opening (laughs) a new package for himself. Really? It's gross? It's soap. And we're married. He said that sharing soaps is the equivalent to sharing a toothbrush. That's a stretch if you ask me. So is it gross for a couple to use the same bar of soap? Or is my husband just being weird like I think he is? Is uh, Did she sign it Soapy from Soap City? <laughs> <laughs> would have been she great. didn't, but she should have. <laughs> Clean from the cities. Uh, Steve, sharing soap with your spouse. See, I don't think it's gross, but I mean, each person has their own little quirks, and if he thinks it's gross, I think it's perfectly fine for him to think that. But personally, I mean, they are married. I'm assuming they have made balloon animals at some point, to which... I mean, that's dirtier than using your <laughs> soap, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's a solid argument, but now you're talking about things like a toothbrush. I, I kind of get the soap thing. I mean, Elise and I have our own soap. I'm assuming she's probably used my soap before, but if she did, I would rinse it off. Like, I would let it run under the water and like become... don't they use washcloths too or how does that work i don't even know i, I think everyone is different there yeah. are some people who use she didn't say yeah from the way i read this is that they're just putting the soap directly on their body do you have a loofah i do i have i use shower gel and a loofah which by the way you do need to change like every month <laughs> yeah i think loofah, yeah. Is it every three months or every month I don't use I think it's anymore. every 30 days is what it says on the tags. Oh, is it? I usually change them about every two months. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I had a loofah, the same loofah for about four years, and I was oh. like, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so much dead You're skin like, I bought cells. it, and it was white, yeah. now it's black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually threw it against the shower, and it chipped the wall. Anyway, Ooh. no. Okay, so using the same soap, what do you think, Christine? Um, I don't know. I don't think it's as big of a deal as he's making it, but I would prefer to have my own soap. Okay, so imagine that you and I and are married, and you know, there's a bar of soap, and then you uh, all of a sudden, you know, I have uh, I have some chest hair, so all of a sudden you're uh, you go into the shower, and uh, we usually have our own soap, and mm-hmm. there it is, sweet sweet ginger chest hair, <laughs> right on your your bar of soap. Is it gonna gross you out? Yeah. It will. So uh, you are more on his side I, then. You know, now that we're kind of breaking this down, yes, more than I thought. And, and it's like a that solid, you know, red ginger chest hair right there. <laughs> no. No, no, no. So I'll you, use shampoo instead. Yeah, would you then would you be done then with the soap? See, I, I used I used to use all the time body wash, but my buddy mm-hmm. DJ Fusion makes soap. He does. And oh, uh, cool. it smells amazing. So I love his soap. Mm-hmm. His soap ain't cheap. Yeah. But it's good soap. Uh, I got Alicia some of his soap. She likes his soap. We have two different bars. Mine is like uh, gray or manly brown. Yeah. Not like dark brown. But manly that, brown. That light brown, but okay. it's manly looking. Yeah. Alicia's is blue. Yeah. Right? Like baby blue. Mm-hmm. And I know that's her soap. But if she used my soap, she'll smell like a dude. Yeah. And I like that because it's going to block her from that. <laughs> Because there's cologne in the soap. So you don't, it sounds like you don't really care if you're sharing soap. No, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I don't think it's that big of a deal to share a toothbrush. Really? Yeah. No, that to me is, I'd rather share bars of soap than a toothbrush. What about a razor? Uh, no, 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 no. Don't use my razor. No? Are <laughs> no. you sure? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think we'd make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, click a six. Weigh in. Is it okay for this uh, sister with a brain got her chops busted by her husband? He said, and I quote, Ew, it's gross. Ew, it's gross. <laughs>
and he has now given her the bar of soap. She used his soap. It's interesting that it's a dude saying this. It is. Because guys are usually like, nah, whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, ew, it's gross. This soap is yours. Yeah. You're cheap. You can have my cheap dial soap because you didn't, you know, use your fancy foo-foo soap. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, but... I th- I think the more we talk about this, I'm leaning a little more on your side. <laughs> you're looking, you're looking kind of sicky yeah. in the mouth. Yeah, she's got that ew face. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> all right, guys, weighing all the ways. We have a rando text all right now, and uh, things are getting pretty interesting with a massive <laughs> yeah. soap debate. O M G. Rando, Taxto, Message, Ovia, Apo, free download in Apo Storo. My husband and I use different bars of soap. I like my special kind that exfoliates and moisturizes the skin while, I'm, while my husband is a simple man and sticks to his bar of soap. The other day, I ran out of my soap and hadn't gone to the store yet to buy any, so I just used my husband's. After my shower, I told him I used his soap, not thinking anything of it, but that obviously was a mistake because he responded with, Ew, that's gross. And told me the soap now belonged to me because he's opening a new package for himself. <laughs> really? It's gross? It's soap. And we're married. He said that sharing soaps is the equivalent to sharing a toothbrush. That's a stretch if you ask me. So is it gross for couples to use the same bar of soap? Or is my husband just being weird? So we have both uh, genders with us right now as far as a sister with a brain and a brother in pain. Let's start with a sister with a brain. What do you think? Is it ew? Or do you not mind the sweet, sweet? My hypothetical was, by the way... Uh, that I like Christine and I if we're together I have I'm a ginger I have chest hair I use her soap and you look down at that bar and you see that sweet sweet ginger hair you're gonna keep it aren't you sister with a brain I'm gonna rinse it off because I'm not a baby but not that it's like bad that he doesn't want to use his soap because like Steve said that's just him but like just rinse it off so is there anything of yours I can't use if we're together a uh, razor and a toothbrush. Razor and a toothbrush. Okay, so clearly with fish, he seems he thinks it's all fair. Yeah, game. yeah I'm using everything you got, baby, <laughs> and you're gonna like it. No, is that too much? <laughs> oh, she didn't say no. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much for the call. Let's go to the brother in pain. What do you think, man? I'm gonna say that this argument is very ridiculous because soap is magic. You will put it on your butt crack and your face in the same motion, so there is no reason for him to be freaking out about his wife using it once. How do you get, <laughs> let me ask you this, before I, we dig more into this, dude, how do you get from your butt crack to your face with a bar of soap in one motion? Are you, like, dragging uh, it slowly yeah. up your back and curving around? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Oh. So the face comes in second. It's kind of like making a, a little arc, you know? Do you remember Tybo? Oh, yeah. Kinda like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Blanks one fluid motion. Okay, so you're not saying... <laughs> wow. You're not just, like, going face, you know, wax on, wax off with the soap, and then slowly back. And then do you go butt face or face butt? I would imagine face butt. Um, you know, honestly, no, you got to go, you got to go butt to face just to wake yourself up. You're trying to get, <laughs> when you, when you work, when, yeah. you, when you're on a schedule, you know, yeah. you find the quickest way to do it and, and letting, just like that, slingshot it. Yeah, slingshot <laughs> Dude, you are awesomely brilliant. Okay. And, and plus it's kind of a good workout for your forearms maybe a little bit as you're doing that up motion, you know, in the shower. Morning morning stretch. And if you've got like mentholated soap, it opens the nostrils, wakes you up. Yeah. Dude, oh, gross. I feel like you're a personal trainer. Thank you so much for the call. I mean, here's the deal. We got this text, a rando text, though, from a sister with a brain. She's in the shower. Her, She and her husband, she's married. They usually have separate bars of soap. She realizes her fancy soap, he uses like dial or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her fancy soap is gone. She's like, hey, I'll just use his. Boop, boop, boop. Says something to him like later, hey, I used your soap this morning. I ran out. I got to buy more soap. And he said, and I quote, what was it again? Ew, that's gross. And then told her, that's your soap now. I'm opening a new package. <laughs> now, <laughs> Kevin Matt, you know, messaged in with great advice. Uh, he said divorce her. <laughs> or divo- yeah, divorce there her. Yeah, the guy should divorce <laughs> oh, her. Gosh. But we have gotten a ton of text messages so on Facebook, many. social media. What are we uh, looking at? What is uh, the consensus, if you will? Um, kind of similar to what Steve said. Someone said, uh, sounds childish to me. My husband has had to, quote, borrow my deodorant. Not a fan, but don't open a new one. Yep. You're married, so I'm assuming you may do grosser things than share a bar of soap. Right. 
Uh, someone said, my husband uses his bar of soap. I use body wash. I've seen how you, he uses his bar, so no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's Sh- a good point. Sharing soap is no different than sharing spit when you kiss. Who cares? Uh, someone said, it huh. is ridiculous, but it's his thing, so you at least have to respect it. Someone else says that using bars of soap is just gross in general because it has bacteria. <laughs> okay, wait, can we pause for a sec? I want to go back just, I think, one, two, three, three messages. Did you say sharing soap, or did they say, is the same as sharing spit when yeah. you kiss? Yes. Maybe it's Who been cares? a while for me. Like, I, I know you're single. You had different mouths around your mouth for the past, let's say, four years. Okay. Uh, Steve has not, fair. to my knowledge. Just the one. I have not. So do you actually spit in their mouth now when you kiss them? Ew. Is that the thing? <laughs> that's the new thing. Yeah, I just want to know if I'm right there. Uh, no, that's definitely not my oh, thing. Oh, okay. I just, I, that's what, you're sharing spit. I just didn't know if you were like, the, like, <laughs> let's make out. Fish, I use that microphone. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I think some actually went over to you. I almost hit your shoulder with it. All right, Christine, rando text that we got. The, the, the guy's grossed out that she used his soap in the shower. They're married. Let's wrap it up with uh, a couple um, more. So, I mean, for the most part, fish, some it, it's kind of like half and half. Some people are saying it is gross. Yeah. Other people are saying you're being absolutely ridiculous. But the main consensus is just respect it, but leave his razor alone. Yeah, like the <laughs> razor is. Leave the, a lot of people said, as long as you're not sharing razors. Yeah. I mean, I have had Alicia use myself before, and I was like, well, that's kind of weird. I mean, we're not sharing razors or anything like like at the same time, but I've I, at the oh, same yeah. how's that even possible that's one they, fluid they motion swap. hey hun use my razor on, yeah. on you and we'll shave each other yeah that's kind of fun it's if you haven't you know i figured you would know that you have two kids it's one no. fluid motion like the guy that yeah. called in just whoosh, we, we just one stroke and we can shave two bodies you're welcome leg to chest Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right, uh, with the Olympics coming up, uh, here comes all the nugs of information and all the weird little polls and whatnot. I do want to let you know, the director of the opening ceremony for the Olympics in Tokyo, this just was released today, fired. Why? I don't know. Oh. They just fired him. I just saw it. It was like a clickbait though i was afraid so like i saw oh, it like it's real pop-up ads yeah and i just and it, and it was you know then i double checked and triple checked but again i was just afraid of all the pop-ups so the director of the opening ceremony for the olympics has been fired as far as the olympics go people who do actually watch the olympics which there are a lot of mm-hmm. were asked to name the events that they're most excited for what are you most excited for let's start with steve uh, I'm not really super excited for but the Olympics. But if you were. But uh, I don't know. I always like the diving, I guess. That was number three. Number three on the list in the top five. Diving, number three. People excited for that. What about okay. you, Christine? Um, I've always, ever since I was a kid, loved watching the gymnasts. So gymnastics. Number two. Number two, which I actually would have thought would have been number one. Uh, I, well, actually, I thought gymnastics would have been one or two. And I thought, personally for me, ba- you know, basketball. Let's throw that out there, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, that That's that true. was number five. People are most excited to watch swimming. I had a feeling that would be yeah, number one. People love thought. swimming. What about beach volleyball? That was number four, though. Like I don't I don't I didn't think swimming would be number one. A lot of people get excited about swimming specifically during the Olympics. I've really, just noticed that. I've always thought it was gymnast, and then obviously with basketball, team USA, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. America. America. Let's do this. Yeah. Like, Watch some basketball, but uh, beach volleyball, I understand. My buddy lives in Miami, and he's become, he's an avid volleyball player. Moved from Madison to Miami, and uh, used to play volleyball all the time in Madison, and now he uh, he got hurt, so he doesn't play as much, but mm-hmm. he definitely enjoys going to the Miami beaches and oh, watching I bet. a good game of volleyball. Yeah, I <laughs> Are you bet. watching the game or yes. <laughs> the very attractive people I'll playing just say yes. in little clothing? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, I will just say yes. Yeah, those yeah. shorts, I can't imagine wearing those shorts. What? Which, which is the one that gets you going? Well, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Not with shorts, which game? <laughs> yeah, I am, uh, I, I, I don't objectify people that way. So for me to look at that, I mean, I have seen a volleyball tournament before. It is quite wonderful. And I mean, let's be honest, like that movie Top Gun from back in the day. Mm-hmm. People love that scene with uh, Cruz and Kilmer and they're yep. shirtless and they're yep. 
Gene, they're playing. And where is Top Gun, Mr. Movie? I know, right? I have no idea when it's coming out. Yeah, what's your thing? Is it men's volleyball for you? Is that your thing, or do you like the swim pants, Christine? Uh, <laughs> it gets you going. You uh, ask me, I'm going to ask you. I, I mean, I actually meant which sport do you enjoy? Like I said, gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, I said basketball, but I mean, like, no, but what's the one that gets you going now? I mean, uh, like, that you like to watch? Is it football? No. You want me to wear football pants into work, you freak? I think I do like bass. Swimming is not bad, actually. Oh, you, you want me to wear a Speedo for you? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see the Ginger Ninja in a Speedo? You're missing out. Oh. You're missing out. With your curly red hairs? Uh, excuse me? And then my chest. <laughs> On my chest, yeah. All right, so uh, you don't worry about the... Well, okay. Uh, let's, let's go time travel back to Monday, shall we? J- Jamestown, New York. This is pretty awesome. This heroic cop uh, pulls up. He's heroic because of... Uh, actually, he deserves special music here. Hold on. This cop pulls up burning house. People are stranded in there. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? They caught it on his body cam. He's going to tell them to jump, and he is going to catch them. Wow. Jump, jump, I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah, saved wow. their lives. Caught them all. Talk about being a, a game of catch. I wonder if he, like, fell backwards at all. Well, I mean, you're going to, it's not like, I mean. Was Christine, there a baby? You're pretty, you're pretty tiny. Yeah. So, if I caught you, I think I would fall more down. You want me to try and catch you? No. I can catch you. I've been working out again. <laughs> no. try, try to do one-handed. It sounds like a workplace <laughs> hazard. You want me to one-handed catch her? Yeah, just have her jump off the uh, <laughs> the counter in there and then yeah. one-hand catch her. You know, if they had uh, put the budget, there's no budget. The stuff is here. If they would have flipped the stupid on switch to the cameras, I would probably get in trouble with HR by doing oh, this. Oh, yeah, question. 100%. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was, I'm glad that they didn't do that then. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, let's go to our next little thing about men, shall we? Oh, we men. shall. Yeah, a new study found something out, and guys, we're in a little bit of trouble for this. So when it comes to flatulence, everybody does it. We know Christine does. Oh, is that the thing you didn't want us to talk about on the air? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to put it we, out there. We call her Cuts It Steen. Nope. Yes, we <laughs> do. <laughs> uh, a new study found out that men versus women, mm-hmm. when it comes to flatulence, and, you know, what, what do cows do, Steve, and what's, it, what's the reaction from cows to the cows, ozone layer? Cows fart? What? Yeah, and then yeah, it's methane. Just, methane destroying mm-hmm. the ozone layer? Yep. When it comes to men and flatulence... Men emit 16% more greenhouse gases than women. You're listening to the radio. So, <laughs> men apparently like are hurting the environment more than women. I'm not surprised. I've been around Steve when he lets them out. He's it, he, he is contributing. I am contributing <laughs> to, to the ozone and climate change. Steve, <laughs> his butt alone. Yeah, I'm like, not digging too much into this, you know. But I mean, honest to God. <laughs> Steve, it sounds like uh, you got a milk jug that's half full and you're shaking it. Yeah, it's kinda. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you guys would. Somebody texted in and asked what Steve sounds like when he flatulates, so uh, we just answered it for you. That's him. exactly it. Even though we're on a delay and that text didn't come in, I'm going to go text it in so I don't get in trouble for bringing it up. <laughs> All right, there you go, guys. Little nugs for you on Mix 95.7. I have a special hack, life hack. Ooh. For you right now from this mom She's going viral on TikTok This is her time-saving hack That lets you make 12 sandwiches At once Using a single pack Of, oh they are so good King's Hawaiian dinner rolls Take a listen Food hack for the beach The last thing I wanted to do Was stand around making a whole bunch of different sandwiches So I'm just going to get a pack of this King Hawaiian rolls Cut the whole thing in half Then for mine I'm going to spread out a layer of mayonnaise you can use whatever lunch meat you like. I picked up some buffalo chicken from the deli. Yum. And then on top of this, I'm going to be adding some cheddar cheese and then a layer of mustard. So once you have all your toppings on, place your top back on, and then you're going to cut along the rolls so you have individual sandwiches. And then the best part of this hack is that you're going to keep everything on this little board, fold it back up, and place it back into the bag. And now it's super easy to travel and take with you. I'll throw that up on our social media. But that is a, a great hack. And those King Hawaiians cry. The, the sandwiches sound disgusting to me. Just do ham and cheese. I don't like mustard <laughs> or mayo. It's gross. I, her sandwich sounds better. 
Her sandwich sounds terrible. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Buffalo chicken, mustard, Buff- nope. gross. cheese, gross. add some lettuce, and you're golden. Just buffalo chicken and mustard, and I'm good to go. <laughs> See, he's, here's how to spice things up if you're not going to the beach, because I, I do this too, um, but mm. I, I cook it in the oven afterwards too. Ooh, you, what are you doing? What? So you, you put on whatever toppings you want. Um, yeah. I, I did like a, a shaved beef thing with some provolone cheese and some onions and Yum. peppers. Sounds delicious. On it, and then you put the tops back on, and then you put the uh, melt some butter, mix it with some garlic, and then spread it on the top of the Hawaiian rolls. And Whoa. Then bake it in the oven for a little bit. Cheese gets all melty. Okay. Ooh, Everything's all will warm. You please bring that in tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, all right, Wolfgang Puck. Slow down. That You're getting amazing. fancy. Fancy, fancy. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, faking it, shall we? All right. So people were asked to name things that they pretend to know, like know stuff about like home improvements, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was actually number two on the list. Uh, so they don't look stupid. 62% of people admitted they do it with at least one topic. So my question is, do you act like you know more than you really know at something, and what would that be? Okay, I'm going to fire a couple ideas out of you. Do you have something right out of the gate, though, Christine, that you act like you know more about than you really do? Not regularly, but I've totally done it with, like, sports in general or sometimes current events, just like. You're like, yeah. oh, or the Jacksonville uh, Globetrotters are wonderful <laughs> at soccer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or something with politics. Um, so you said not normally, but you just listed three things out right away. I know, well, right? no, I mean, not normally. I'm just thinking of things that, like, I've pretended to know more about. <laughs> on a so, regular not, basis. No, not on a regular basis. So sports, <laughs> politics. That was all I said. Okay, so those are your two. <laughs> yeah. I know I was asking if there was more. <laughs> nope, they're yeah. just those two. All right, so uh, that's not on the list. Actually, seven. Number seven is politics. Mm-hmm. Steve? Uh, also sports for me. Um, cooking. And that's then usually six. like computer IT stuff, because most of the time I'll let you on a little secret right here. IT people just Google a lot of things, and so I do too. So I mean, because you're a computer, you're the guy I go to for podcasting, computer stuff, whatnot. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people ask me questions about computers. I just Google it, and then I'm like, "Yep, I know exactly what I need to do now." <laughs> Your doctor does the same. Your doctor. <laughs> That's scary thing That's, to think yeah. about. Steve's proctologist. <laughs> yeah, my doctor specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Your, your discount the back alley doctor. Yeah. yeah, he's great. He's got a van. He drives right to your house. Oh my gosh. All right, so we're talking about things that you may pretend to know that you really don't. Like some people, number eight on the list, 17% of people said fitness and nutrition. Oh, yeah. Pretend to know style. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, see, that that's something that I, I don't. Politics, I'm sure I've done that as well, was number seven. Number six, cooking. There's Christine and Steve's mm-hmm. right there. Parenting. Ooh, I be- I'm surprised that's not higher on the list. That was number five. Yeah. Have you ever done Well, I mean, have you heard Daddy Tips? <laughs> that's kind of a weekly segment on the show. Tax knowledge. Now, that's Ooh, something yeah. I've never. My problem is, see, here's my theory. Once I find somebody, and this is where an Alicia in your life comes in handy. Alicia being my first wife. Uh, that's still currently my first wife. And she loves it when I call her first wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. The bonus of having an Alicia is, like, I become very trusting. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had a friend of many years that used to help me not with tax stuff, but with, like, uh, financial planning. Mm-hmm. And, like, I found out later through a different financial planner that I had lost many money, many much money. <laughs> That's and how he said it, too. Many much money. He wrote a letter. You Dear lost. Fish, you lost many much monies. You lost many much monies. <laughs> yeah, monies. M-O-N-I-E-S. Monies. You've lost the monies. Uh, with it, and here's how, and I did actually. But tax knowledge being number four, number three was conversations about the latest gadgets or new tech. Mm-hmm. Definitely fake it on that. I'm sure people do that as well. Mm-hmm. Home improvement stuff, I've done that again. You find somebody you trust, though, yeah, and it's easier to not fake it. Like, I've got a norm, I've got a Dan Connie's husband. I'm good when it comes to home improvement right. stuff. I know with Dan, it'll be a relatively quick, easy conversation. With Norm, it'll take about three times as long, but Oh, it's for fun. sure. He's an engineer, though, isn't he? He's an he? engineer, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. The number one thing that people fake it on, though, the number one thing, hmm. what do you think it is? That we've said all those things, like they pretend that they know stuff, and really they don't. I'm honestly going to think wine, especially with, like, wine tastings and... Yeah. That's a good guess. A, a lot of people just think that they're wine connoisseurs now. That is a very good guess. It is nowhere near right. Aww. But way to guess. Aww. See how I did that? Yeah. I, yeah, great job. I'll guess cars. 
Ooh, that's a good answer. Cars? What do you mean? Just like car knowledge. I know that there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, look at my 476 cubic foot inch motor yeah, with, with the exhaust pipe. Yeah, and it's got it's got spark plugs. <laughs> look at my look at my look at my motor with the exhaust pipe and the spark plugs. Yep. And the piston. Yeah, and oil change. Let's just start dropping knowledge. Yep. So you think the number one thing that people fake it about is car repairs or cars? Well, just cars in general, car knowledge. Is that it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Making me look dumb at first. Yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> car repairs, like when you're talking to a mechanic. Half of us, just under half of us, pretend to know more about the cars than we really do. Again. I don't even need to pretend. I got somebody I trust. Yeah, 38% of people who've been caught pretending said that they doubled down and wouldn't admit it. Hamburger. Like, I went, like, I, I, I've never pretended to know more, but I definitely always want a, a little t- uh, trick for you. Know what kind of engine you have. Yeah. V8, V6. Mm-hmm. Like, Christine, your engine is a V17. No, it's not. It's a V4. <laughs> nope. It's a V1. No, well, there, I don't think it's called a V4. I think it's just called the four-cylinder. Four no, it's cylinder. called the it's called yeah. the it's called the V17. Okay. Four series. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> when in doubt, just tell people you have the V17 147 four series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crap, I just changed the numbers around, didn't I? I have the Giney pistons in my car, so I have the yep, V Giney. You have wait. You have the giant. Wait, you have the what? (laughs) Let's move it on. What kind of car is this? It's it's, it's, it's clearly it's clearly barely used. Uh. Steve and I were just having a massive debate off the air in the hallway Uh about his anniversary. Uh, I guess Connie of Connie and Fisher. Her anniversary with Dan would be next Tuesday. Now, last uh, this coming Tuesday, uh, last year. When Connie was still with us, we lost Connie to cancer earlier this year. Uh, when Connie was with us last year, she couldn't remember it. So I put it in my phone as a reminder, right? Mm-hmm. And she was, I'm like, I'll bet you I have your anniversary in my phone as a reminder. And uh, I start looking and I couldn't find it. Then of all, all of a sudden I start putting it in there to try and add it. And it says September 29th of 2016. It's not that. Why is my phone telling me that's your anniversary? I that's weird. When it's, is your anniversary? Aha, I found it on Facebook. I was right. It was September 3rd. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think you're right. It's so weird when you start to challenge somebody to a debate that you'll never win. He's like, dude, it's not. I'm looking at it. It's We didn't get married on a Thursday because uh, September 29th was, yeah, it was, a Thursday. It was a Thursday. I'm like, Steve, there's no reason my phone's telling me this. It's got to be the September it's 29th. It's weird that it's in your phone. I save everything. <laughs> I save Everything. I have all my neighbors' birthdays that I know of. You know, if I know that, like, Renee's birthday, my neighbor, Norman Renee. Mm-hmm. Renee's birthday. I have that in my phone. I have Norm's birthday, all of his kids' birthdays, my nephews. Do you have Steve's kids' birthdays in your phone? Yeah, I, know, yeah, yeah, I think he does. kids get me sick, but I think I do. <laughs> yeah. But a weird challenge that, you know, you a fight that you'll never win. For example, did you hear what the Jonas Brothers did on TV on Tuesday night? They were talking about the Hemsworth. Now, I'm talking the Hemsworth. I'm talking about Chris Hemsworth. I'm talking about ripped, all of them, you know, mm-hmm. like Thor. And uh, they uh, threw a challenge out. You guys have a memoir coming out, by the way, uh, entitled Blood, obviously, because you're family. Uh, no, actually, that's not the, the reason. We're, we're going to take a, a note out of all the YouTubers that are having these boxing matches. We're going to have a right. big UFC match. Um, it's going to be us versus the Hemsworth brothers. And oh, so my God. Oh, oh, no, don't do it. It's going don't to, do yeah, it, it's gonna be a, oh that, uh, the, wait, the Hemsworths haven't emailed us back yet, but I think it's going to be big. Yeah, maybe there's a couple Hemsworths out there that we don't know of that you can maybe challenge or something. <laughs> a little bit closer to our height as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine getting into a fight with one of the Hemsworth brothers? Those guys are all ripped. They just all they I do mean, is. sure. <laughs> no, a fight. <laughs> Like a pillow fight? No, <laughs> yes. like a, no, not a pillow fight, not a kissing fight. Aww. Yeah, like an actual MMA fight. But we get to touch each other, and it's physical, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that, I, I don't think they'll take you. You'd be up to their belly button yeah, there, Shorty. Right? <laughs> text question of the day is coming up. Before we do today's text question of the day, we were having a conversation about Steve mm-hmm. and his anniversary, and I thought, for some reason, my phone told me it was September 29th, which I thought was weird. Steve said, you're just a big dummy. You don't understand. You're not right. I said, that's hurtful. It didn't totally go that way. Steve said, it's September 3rd. Steve's wife 
is a member of the Click of Six, six people that listen to the show, and she has since reached out to you. Yes, she has. Apparently, it was September 2nd. We got married <laughs> on a Friday and not on a Saturday. So you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. Not only were you wrong about the date, you were wrong about the day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, uh, but but it, I'll, I will say, what, she's texted me September 2nd, and I said September 3rd, and then she said, really? So she was definitely second-guessing herself, and it wasn't until I said, uh, we got married on a Saturday, right? <laughs> it's when she figured out that she was right. She goes, no, we got married on a Friday. See, you were just so <laughs> in awe of the amazing you know, experience that you were going to have with this beautiful woman that you didn't even think of the day or date. Exactly, That's really yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, I said, it's our five-year anniversary this year. It's pretty crazy. She's like, wow, yeah, crazy. Already? I know. Yeah. I remember when you went to Florida to get married. Right? <laughs> and they have a 12-year-old, and they've been married five years. <laughs> it's, it's very unique. But then Brittany said, I got the five-year itch. And I said, uh-oh. And then she said, just kidding. Oh, that's yeah. What's the five year itch? Is that when you have to reevaluate if seven. you still want to be together? Yeah, have you never heard of the seven year itch? Is that when you get bored or is it like, it's hey, do we done. still want to be together type of thing? Yeah, it's one of those deals. They call it the seven year itch. Yeah. Is there is there anything wrong with like reevaluating every five years though? No. Connie of Connie and Fisher, we lost uh, at the beginning of the year to cancer, used to. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the state of the relationship. Yeah. It, it's like the state of the union, but she would do the state of the relationship. <laughs> was it I yearly? Love it. With yeah. Dan? Yeah, and she would do it with Dan. Year, it was yearly. Every right? year. Yeah, Just, sit down. Yep. <laughs> and they would sit down and she would say, Okay, Dan, how do you feel about uh, this and the relationship, and is there anything I'm doing wrong? That's actually super wise. I thought you were going to say that's actually a great impression of Connie. That, too. Nope. That was a spot-on impression. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good to sit down, and they, uh, like with what we do, they call it air-checking. That's when Sweet Sweet D says we suck and we're terrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, to air-check the marriage or any relationship, even a friendship, it's okay yeah. to do that with. Okay, let's talk about relationships. Today's text question of the day what a fun question what great answers describe your last relationship in five words or less now we didn't say why'd you break up with them in five words or less Mm -mm. obviously it's an x and they're an x for a reason typically Mm -hmm. right mine was i had a couple of them but mine was career first makes relationship burst that was my ex obviously career came over relationship Steve, you were uh, dating that girl that liked to hug trees for real and was big into astrology. Yeah, and uh, my answer was zodiac signs and tree souls. Christine was in an extremely healthy relationship based on her answer. (laughs) Passionate, toxic mess, unhealthy love. And that's five words. Unhealthy just sounds like two. It does. Yes, it does. We had to to really sit down and evaluate that. All right, so describing your last relationship in five words or less, click of six, uh, she's a true gold digger. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like right out of the gate. Uh-huh. Uh, love, no balloon, no. Love, colon, no. Balloon animals, colon, yes. Oh, so there was a lot of balloon animal happening, but yeah. no love in the relationship. And when I said colon, I meant they'd put a colon in there now. Yes. Sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't think meant. you could say colon and balloon animal. Yeah, anyway. Uh, perfectly splendid was one. Waste of time. It's five words or less for the text question. The Describe day. Your, your last relationship in five words or less. Worst decision of my life. Dumpster fire second time around. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this almost, I can't wait to see what number one is, Christine, that you chose for number one today for the text question of the day. Why? Because this answer for today's text question of the day. Describe your last relationship in five words or less. Is, is brilliant. Arrogant sociopath toilet waste. Oh, why didn't I put that what? in the top five ish? Yeah, right? <laughs> Somebody else said garbage, solo YOLO. Somebody else said for better or for worse, a waste of time. We had quite a few of those actually. Mm-hmm. All too predictable. Let's go into your top five ish today for the text question of the day toilet waste. I love it. <laughs> right? I don't know why I didn't put that in the top five. I, I can't wait. There's another toilet one there. Hit the toilet bowl already. Guy couldn't aim for his life. Ah, oh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's that's the worst when you have friends come over and they're using your toilet and it looks like yeah, that's gross. Splash water everywhere. Please clean up after yourself. There's guys like we have two bathrooms. Oh, stop the show for a sec. We have two bathrooms in our, st- our studio, men's and a women's. But with the amount of men versus women that are here, uh-huh. the guys a lot of times will use the women's room, and I've <sighs> used it before. And I don't think it's a big deal as long as there's no one waiting and other people are on the air in our building. We have more than one radio station. But I, I mean. I'm not like waving that thing around. 
I know. You know, like, they, they, but there's usually water on your floor. sometimes you can tell when a guy has used the girl's bathroom. Yeah, because there's water all over the floor. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and some other stuff. <laughs> hmm. We don't need to get into it. I don't know what other stuff. Would, I don't even want to know. That nope. sounds disgusting. It is. Describe your last. That's not even healthy. They should really, on the floor? Yeah, you should get that checked. Or on the toilet okay, seat. Okay, then we're good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted you to correct the floor thing. Describe your last relationship in five words or less. Top five is... She lies more than Pinocchio. <laughs> nice. Uh, complete and total train wreck. Oh, these are good. Uh, let's go to number five. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Or cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> nice. Number four. Describe your last relationship in five words or less. One expensive mistake. Ooh, I've had one of those before. 15 years and going strong. Their right. anniversary is July 22nd. Today. So wait, that's... Happy anniversary. That's why I included them in the top five. But their last relationship? A Maybe lot it's of their people, only one. A lot of people answered as their last relationship as the one that they've been in for oh. years and years and years. Oh, that's a good point. It could read that way. Number two for the text question of the day, a wonderful journey into hell. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I read that verbatim, word for word. And finally, number one. Describe your last relationship in five words or less. Now, I want to say this. Number one is solid. It's a solid, solid number one for your answer for the text question of the day. So, I mean, no disrespect to you, person who sent this in. That being said, the one that texted in earlier, and I'm trying to file, there it is, with arrogant sociopath toilet waste. <laughs> That is awesome. That is amazing. That is awesome. But number one. Describe your last relationship in five words or less. Was just. Oof. <laughs> That's it. Just one word. One word, three letters. Oof. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> that was your response to it. Okay, I get oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's just oof. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wait. 